You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Welcome to this week's Momentum. It is uh, Tim and Des with you once again. Des, it's great to be back in the chair for another great show. How are you feeling? You excited? Yeah, good, man. It's always good to do Momentum and get interesting people along and, and have a quick chat so as well. It is. We'd love you to check out the website as always, MomentumAustralia.org. And you can find out a yeah. bit more about the background of Momentum, why we exist, what we hope to achieve. And uh, you can hear some of the previous shows too. Lots and lots of stuff in there to digest. There's 30 odd shows that you can get your teeth into, hopefully glean something from and uh, learn and grow and keep challenging yourself to be uh, a better man. Step up, rise up and take uh, hold of your identity, MomentumAustralia.org. And look, can we just encourage you as well that this is a, uh, a ministry and uh, it does take a little bit of money to keep on the air. If you can contribute towards keeping Momentum on there, we would be so, so grateful. MomentumAustralia.org. You can check out the podcast uh, there as well in the drop-down uh, segments on the top. But our special guest, Des, this week is once again uh, Nicholas Marks. Nick is the CEO of AFC, Australian Institute of Family Counselling. Nick, it is great to have you back on board. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, hey for having me back. Thank you. Oh, sorry. It's absolutely our pleasure. We so much enjoyed the last. You've added so much value, and so it's really great to uh, to have you on board again. Uh, Nick, last time we we talked, we did mention your podcast um, and your podcast series, which is titled Cancel Culture. Now, you can access this at the AAFC website, which is aafc.com.au. It's called Cancel Culture. Uh, you guys have recently done uh, a podcast series titled Under Pressure, which we're going to explore uh, in this week's show, because you, there's many facets of that that you looked at. But let's quickly talk about the bigger picture for the moment, the podcast, Council Culture. Tell us a bit about yeah. the name and, and why you chose that. Yeah, thank you. Um, hey, we've also put a, a website together for the podcast as well now, which is Council, not Council, Council Culture, important distinction there, <laughs> uh, councilculture.org.au as well. That's so there's a, a site together for the podcast now. Um, where did it come about? Well, AIC's been around for over 25 years, and, and in recent years, maybe like you guys and a lot of people, where we thought um, we want to uh, help and, and bless people and get good, positive messages out there, um, use technology for good. And um, and so, you know, like everything, you think, let's do that. And by the time you have that thought and, and people speak into it and get some... Uh, uh, ideas and, and good counsel from others about how to do it, uh, you eventually get to do it. And um, so we, the why for us was getting that, that message out there that, hey, you know what, we all need counsel at times. Uh, I think it's Proverbs 11 that says there's, um, where there's no guidance, a, a people falls. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, in abundance of counselors, there's safety. And so good counsel is something we all need at different times. Uh especially our spikes yeah. <laughs> and we're not always the um, the first to put our hand up for that and we also wanted there's also I suppose on the flip side of that there's a lot of uh, messages out there in in the ESO around that, that around culture around life of how to do life that aren't exactly positive and again mm-hmm. so we want to bring that really positive message to be a blessing to people and, and speak into the issues that um, you know we all grapple with and deal with on a day-to-day basis that don't always have the answers to. And so we want to have, um, you know, wonderful guests come on and share their stories and, and their wisdom, uh, and then the panel unpacks those, and, and we try to just distill that down into 
um, you know, what what does this mean and what are some things you can take away and, and put into practice. We want to have that really practical aspect mm. to it. So, mm. yeah, that's just some of the story. That's really good. I mean, you've, you've chosen some very interesting topics in regard to the under pressure banner and you've talked about parenting well and we know how important that is um and and relationships and we know how important that is and finance and faith and i mean each of those are so different but yet so interlinked in terms of how we do life so tell me how you came to those four topics uh well we just thought we'd tap tackle some really light, easy ones, you know, oh, parenting, <laughs> finances, and, and, and faith. Yeah. Um, I think as I look back on it, I thought, wow, that was uh, some meaty things there. Yeah. Uh, I, I think probably just having this discussion with you guys now is it's, it's, it causes you to reflect and, uh, gee, that was a big, uh, some big stuff to bite off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, glad we did. Yeah. But you could, and again, you might find this, you could go into five episodes further on each one. And so we thought we'd um, have a go at each one because they're the things, and if you look over the last couple of years, um, they're big things in life anyway. And I think they've been um, amplified, magnified in the past couple of years about, okay, well, marriage, uh, relationships, parenting, money. Um, they're, they're, and they're all very interconnected yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to finish the sh- that series off with talking about faith as well. Um, mm. where, where are we at in our faith and... There's no one answer to that. There's no easy answers to that. But there's certainly some things that are suggestive of where we're at. Um, that, that again, someone just might glean something out of that. And be, oh, that's really helped me where I'm at. Uh, and so we've been able to talk to some uh, some guests who came on and gave us some their pearls of wisdom and just unpack some of those topics. And um, it actually started that series off by um, uh, using the example of C.S. Lewis's learning in wartime. Okay. Which he wrote uh, a long, long time ago, back in 1939, I think. That was even before I was born. <laughs> Just. <laughs> I'm not, not going to comment. <laughs> Wise man. It <laughs> so, was some inspiration in that. And, yeah. and Lewis talked about, um, let's see, it was World War Two, mm. And, uh, you know, as Lewis does, he, he goes into a topic that... Um, in a unique and amazingly insightful way. But the, the skinny version, I think, of what he's saying is, um, and, and some of his quotes is, um, this is no absolutely new situation here. And human life's always lived on the edge of a precipice. And um, if we sort of postpone doing everything until, uh, in, in inverted commas, normal life came back, we'd never really get mm. anything done and we'd miss out. And so mm. uh, he literally says in the paper and in his talk at Oxford, Life has never been normal, and so we should be expectant of these things. And and um, when they when they come, not if they come, then uh, yeah, we've got to change and and re-navigate them differently. But we should be expectant of them, and uh, that's I think that's an important thing to take away because we've had you know seventy odd years of sort of relative peace and prosperity in the West, and this is a very new situation for us in our time, but but not if you look over the, the span of human history. It's a great reminder, isn't it? Um, and I think the, the the word that's been around, certainly it's on my lips for the last 18 months, is the word pivot that seems to have been used a lot. How do we pivot in the current circumstances? Yeah. But look, um, you know, I mean, it, the, the podcast series that we're talking about is titled Under Pressure. It, it's apt at the moment. And I want to come back and talk about 
where we think some of that pressure is coming from. But Nick, can I get you to summarize, you know, Des mentioned the topics that you talked about there. If, if we can quickly summarize each one so that people can obviously, you know, they can go and have a listen themselves. But but from your perspective, when we talk about parenting under pressure and relationships and, and finances and faith, can we just quickly go through each one and g- you give us a quick recap and go, what what were some of the, the key things that came out of each of those those chats. So if we look at parenting, for example, you know, parents have had to deal with kids being at home and doing trying to do lessons at, on iPads and technology at home instead of at school. And, all, you know, they're at school, they're now at home, they're whatever. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in that. What were some of the key messages that came through that podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Well, take the parenting one, for example, Not notwithstanding that that people may have children who are interstate or, or behind borders and can't get there, even overseas. So, not every not everybody's situation is the same. Of course. Um, but th- some of those things were well. Hang on, your situation might be quite unique and different. I, you might have that element of having a child overseas. And I had my eldest um, at uni in London when the pandemic hit, so I sort of know that world a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you navigate that? Mm. But some of the big ones were um, how do we having conversations or, or check-ins with each other, um, whether that's online with a uh, child, you know, who might be an adult or a five-year-old that's, uh, you know, um, spending a lot of time on tech or trying to do schooling mm-hmm. um, from home. And so I think parents uh, had, you know, a unique time of it in the last few years. So in this under-pressure environment, um, one of the things we talked about, and, and these uh, sound quite simple but really important, is um, as much as you can and as practical as you can is getting around the dinner table and just having those conversations, what I like to call mission control. Mm. So that's where you can, as, as much as you can, as best you can, uh, and it doesn't have to be every night, um, but have those check-ins. How are you going? What's going on? And if you mm. can sit around and stop and have, have the tech down and turn the news off, because we really binged on a lot of news in the height of everything, and just have those conversations about Definitely. where people are at. And I think it's parents too, um, you know, you, and maybe it's blokes even. You try, you can easily go into fix-it mode. Yes. Start offering solutions, and maybe that's not just me that does that. And so, <laughs> no, I think uh, that's a bloke uh, thing, uh, <laughs> just uh, generically. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of the, uh, the, the Mr. Fix-it option as mm. they're telling you their issue. Yeah. But I think just having those conversations and asking really good questions and, hey, hey, how are you going? What's, what's going on? And and that can take um, a while for that to come out. You can't force that to get those conversations about, mm-hmm. hey, how are your kids are really going? Whether they're, whether they're little ones, teens, or uh, young adults or adults, I think if you can create those opportunities just to um, uh, have those conversations, ask those questions and do a healthy check-in. I think the other thing we talked about with parenting is when you're under pressure, you can snap a bit more. You can mm. uh, the, the tempers can fray, and, and and for each of us, how we handle pressure and how we digest that or deal with it can be a little bit different as well. And so I think it's worth exploring that. So mm. um, you know, for some of us, we go quiet. Um, others, you you can see their visible stress coming out, yeah. uh, and just saying, "Hey, are you okay?" Um, and, or, or just just probing a little bit more as much as is, is a healthy thing to do about how people are going in your immediate environment. Because I think um, the last couple of years and, and those affected by lockdowns, it, it brought us back to a very local level. You, mm-hmm. A lot of people couldn't go far. And so in some way we were 
we were forced to have these things. And, and sometimes you might be at home with, um, and I don't want to be negative about this, but sometimes you can be home with people who you might not be getting on. Uh, if there's problems coming into a crisis, a crisis will exacerbate them. Yes. And so it'll amplify them. It'll, it'll, it can pour some fuel onto them. So we just go through some things that you can do to um, regulate and, and circle back on a conversation if it finished in uh, a negative or, or heightened way. And there's some tips and techniques that we can use there that come back to, hey, can I just, can I just come back to that chat we had this morning before we went out the door <laughs> or, or before we didn't go out the door and we just were stuck at home all day? Uh, so I think that those sorts of things are really good for parents. You know, at, at any age, um, our situation was having young adults come back who had been living out of the house. And so that was that was unique for us. There was a lot of readjusting that we had to do. And that tell you what, that just didn't happen overnight. We had to be quite intentional about it. Made some, made some mistakes, um, asked some people further down the road than we are about how they do it. Yeah. But we kept at it. Isn't it interesting, um, and it's what we talked about last time we were together, and that is, Doing, starting the process sooner rather than later. So starting that process with kids before you do have an issue um, will put, put good stead to when issues arise. So for men who are listening to the show, we encourage you to you know get alongside your kids, give them a hug, you just have a conversation about what's happening in your world and their world, and that starts the bond, that starts, creates the open conversations. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's so true, Des, because they, um, I think at all ages, uh, you know, with parents, kids look at how their parents are handling something, yeah, and yeah. how they're dealing with it, how they're processing it. Mm-hmm. What does what what are their go tos to sort of uh, handle things when they are under pressure? Yeah. And I think if um, we want to we want to look the best we can for our kids, but I think part of that too is going. Oh, I just don't know. I'm just feeling a bit anxious myself. Mm-hmm. And, but what that does is your kids see you talking openly about it mm. and, and just having conversations and it's going, you know what, I, I know how I feel, I don't have answers, and but this is a good thing to chat about. Yeah, that's awesome. Nick, a lot of what you've talked about there for parenting, I'm going to quickly scoot through and say that that probably applies for relationships in general, just for the sake of time. Um, but let's, let's scoot forward to finances under pressure because, I mean, obviously there's been a lot of people... Uh, laid off from work, they've you know businesses have closed. There's been people losing jobs. Uh, now we've got uh, you know mandates and vaccines and no jab, no job sort of thing happening as well. I mean, a lot of people are feeling stressed around the financial area. Yeah. When you did the podcast, particularly on finances under pressure, what were some of the things that you discussed around that? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Tim. I, I and I think that. Financial pressure for people goes on in a number of ways. Mm-hmm. As you said, with, with um, the vaccine mandates and, and, and how that's playing out, still playing out. So it, it is a very live issue. Um, I think some of the things that were key in that, and we had uh, Darren Lordback was our, our, our guest on that one, and, and he's got a long history in financial management and advice and um, really what the Bible says about it. And so he put a lot of wisdom into that. We're just looking at um, things that could help people. Uh, let me put it this way. I think with our finances, um, and, and again, back to relationships, finances can be a big uh, issue in terms of how you go in relationships and communication and mm. marriages and kids and all sorts of things. So it's, a, it's very linked into the other, yeah. uh, the other areas. Um, and I think what are, what are the things, again, how did I come into this? 
situation? What, what are my finances like coming into this crisis? Uh, what are some of the things that I need to unlearn when it comes to finance? Because mm. um, we relate to uh, money. We each relate to money a little bit differently. Um, so some of us are spendthrifts and some of us uh, really love to spend. And so we, we have these different character traits when it comes to money. So I think it's good to go, well, what's my general approach to money? Am I really, really tight? Am I, do I tend to be more on the, the, um, the spend side of the equation? <laughs> so they're really good conversations. Sure. Um, with my, my, I'm a bit more of a spender, and my wife is, is quite the opposite. And so there can be a balance there. Um, it's just good to have that conversation to start with. Mm-hmm. And then there's these really practical tips that Darren walks us through around um, um, you know, savings, um, building a storehouse, um, and, and a whole range of things. I won't go into all those because mm. I'm conscious of time. But it's just putting in a, in a plan and going, you know what, whatever my relationship has been with money to date and where I've made a meal of it, and I gave some examples where I you know, used back like four credit cards going and I was using um, other credit cards to pay off the other credit cards and it was just a mess. Mm. Um, and, and I wasn't, uh, I didn't know how to handle money and I wasn't shown when I was younger. And so just having that sense of, oh, there is a way to do this. A bit like gravity. If you follow these basic financial principles, then you can get yourself into a healthy financial position. And that's a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that starts with a bit of an audit going, audit, not a very exciting word, but it's going a little bit like the shopping centre that says you are here. It's, where am I now in my, in my finances? Um, where do I want to be? And then having some people come alongside you if you're not, um, naturally fluent in financial literacy and language and what those steps are and just getting some guidance and advice and starting to put those steps in over time. And you know what, hey, over over that over time and over and sometimes it can be a couple of years to get yourself mm. back in order with your finances, mm. it really does start to work. And that just is exciting. And to use the name of your podcast, you really start to build some momentum with yeah. your finances and you, you just feel so much better about things when you get them sorted out. And you, you end up with a lot less stress in your life too because, you know, finance is a huge stress creator. Hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and I think that's a really key point, Des. I think we can handle a couple of stresses in our life and we're under pressure. Hmm. But if when you've got, and I don't exactly know where this tipping point is and it's different for each of us, but if you, what I do know is finances and relationships are very related. Mm. You've got two or three or four of these big rocks happening at one time. That's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And and so it's going. Well, how can I how can I strike out one and, and at least get the finances sorted? And in the meantime, um, hey, what do you know? That's starting to dial down some of the pressure in the, mm. in the relationship. Yeah. As well. Yeah. That's awesome advice, Nick. Really appreciate that. Um, I'm going to point people to your website as well so they can actually check this out. So aifc.com.au, that's the Australian Institute of Family Counseling. That's their main website. And Cancel Culture is the podcast that we're talking about, which now has its own website too, cancelculture.org.au. And we're talking about specifically the podcast title Under Pressure. And under that, there was four variants, which we've quickly touched on. Nick, we're going to take a short break. And Des, and come back and talk about faith under pressure. And then I want to just come back and, I suppose, get give people some tips because the reality is we're all feeling the pressure to some degree. We're all feeling the pinch. We're all carrying some degree, I think, of low-level anxiety around what is happening around the world right now. How does this affect me? What does my future hold? Nick, just we're going to get 
tap into your counseling brain for a tick and maybe get some tips on how we can actually dial down some of that on a daily basis so that we can learn to cope better in the long term. In the meantime, again, check out the Momentum website for details about the show, the podcast, and uh, what Momentum hopes to achieve. We'd love you to, at some stage, check out previous episodes of the show as well. MomentumAustralia.org is the website, MomentumAustralia.org. We'll be back with our special guest, Nick, from uh, AAFC in just a moment. Welcome back to this week's Momentum. Again, the website, MomentumAustralia.org. Love you to check that out in uh, your spare time. Uh, Tim and Dave's with you, and our special guest this week is uh, Nicholas Marks from AIFC. He's the CEO of the Australian Institute of Family Counseling. They also have their own podcast titled Cancel Culture. You can uh, access that via the AIFC website, which is aifc.com.au, or it has its own website, cancelculture.org.au, and they have recently done a podcast series titled Under Pressure, looking at four key areas of our life that we might be feeling the the squeeze, the pinch, the the pressure in at the moment. One was parenting, relationships, finances. We talked about those in the first part of the show. And Nick, we want to come back and talk about the last one that you did, which was faith under pressure. And let's be honest, I mean, we're all feeling, uh, you know, the, the stress of the season that we're in. This is naturally then going to impact this area of our life, our faith, and some question marks that arise out of the season that we find ourselves in. And I think that's fairly normal and, dare I say, healthy to some degree, um, you know, as people of faith. But what what were some of the key things that you talked about in the Faith Under Pressure podcast that came to light that might help men listening today or people listening today? Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Tim. Uh, some of the things we really looked at were just there's been so much change. We're all in transition. Transitions are marked by... Um, you know, an ending, a messy middle, and new beginnings. I think the church, and as people of faith, it's been a big time of change, mm-hmm. and I think the church has felt that very acutely, uh, and and therefore we're all in transition, and, and church itself is transitioning to something new, I think, in terms of the expression of the faith, and um, look at things like not being able to go and meet together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Face to face, of course, was, a, was very noticeable and huge. That was a big part of it because there's so much um, community. And um, let me say it this way: it was. It's been really. You know, scripture talks about bearing one another's burdens. It's been a hard time to bear one another's burdens. Mm. Um, how do you bear one another's burdens when you can't see each other? Mm. And so I think that online has been, I think, really good in lots of ways. It, it sort of fast forwarded in you know, the years ahead, I think, in terms of how it would have developed anyway. So there's good things in that. I think that's drawn people, um, if you like, back to church or engaging in their faith in a, an active way who might have been checked out of church for some time. Mm. So I think there's ups and downs to this, uh, and I think it's still working itself out. Some of the things we talked about were, well, so much is out of our control. Uh, it's not out of God's control even though it sometimes seems like it is. Uh, what can I do on a daily basis in my faith in terms of my walk with God, uh, connecting with Him? And I think lockdown, if we use the example of, and not everybody was in lockdown, but this, this time has provided uh, perhaps more opportunities to do that for some more than others. And so um, if you can't really go anywhere or you're quite confined to... Um, an area or restricted movement, um, 
I think there can be a lot less distractions than what there normally would be, if, you know, planning your next overseas holiday or whatever that might be. So I think there was a good opportunity to um, redeem the time and use that time well and look around and go, okay, 500 metres, here to 500 metres from where I live, what, what can I do in my area to connect with people that are around me, in my street, um, at a very local level? How's my neighbour doing? Um, how, how are the people three doors down doing? I know that they just moved here from overseas or whatever it might be. So I think that's been an important part and, and in our faith, so our own personal walk and connection with the Lord and in the expression of that, whether it be online, and then what can I do in my local area because outside of that is beyond my control. Um, it might be occupying some of my worries and anxieties, but it's actually outside my control. Hmm. You, you mentioned what I think is a key word there, and um, that is control. And Nick, can I ask you then, do you think that some of the pressure that we're feeling is the fact that we as, uh, as people of faith, we, we believe that the Lord is still in control, but we have yeah. no control personally. And, and I suppose what's happened over the last 18 months or so has is, is given us a very big wake-up call as a reality check to go, we, we aren't in control. Is that where we're feeling some of the pressure to, to go, actually, <laughs> I actually realize now that I have less control than I thought I had before, even though I believe that the <laughs> Lord is in control. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's good, Jim. I think in that way where maybe some of our usual constructs and just maybe familiarity and, and things that we used to get by and activity on a day-to-day basis was, was taken away, was stopped. And so that's, that's a hard thing to deal with. So that's, that's, that's major change coming in. Uh, and it's, it can be easy to say, hey, God's in control. Uh, I think then going, well, how much do I believe that? And how am I going to live that out on a day-to-day basis in mm. my relationship with him, mm. both vertical and, and horizontally in my relationship with others around me? Yeah. And mm. um, I, I suppose for us, in terms of our household, and I think with AIFC, going, well, what and where are we called to? And how can we influence that in a very positive way during these really difficult times? Who is the Lord bringing to mind that we can get alongside as I use the example of the, the person down the road? Um, and so I think, uh, and, and in that, um, how am I going and how are those people around me going? I think you good to come back and check in on. And a little bit like Elijah when he was going through a hard time uh, and he felt like he was all alone and he was became quite depressed and unwell. Um, and that really there was no one else left of any faith, and God reminded him there are thousands of others here who are my people. Uh, we really can trust and rest in the Lord that he does have this, and he's got the bigger picture and how this is going to play out, because we don't know that. However, there are things that we are called to do and can do um, in our local area and around us. And, and to use the example of Elijah again, he was given uh, some clear instructions. Look, right now, I want you to rest and recuperate, mm. get well, yeah. and then we'll move on to the next thing. Stop worrying about all these other things. Just rest and get well, and yeah. then we'll worry about the next thing. So, Nick, quickly then, in the time that we've got left, a couple of things that we can leave people with today. Uh, the first is, what are some simple things that each of us can do to help ourselves cope with our levels of stress? And secondly, some things that we can look out for in those around us that might indicate that 
they're feeling the pressure and how do we cope with that? You know, I think our daily rhythm at the moment is really important. So when uh, things around us change quickly, sometimes we can rely on the constructs of, um, uh, that are in place around us. So I think having a daily rhythm that we or a daily routine that we follow helps anchor us. So I actually think that is a really important thing at the moment is, and again, um, time with the Lord, how you start your day, what your day looks like as much as possible. I think that provides a real grounding. Um, talking to people around you if you're not going so well and in not yeah. that is sounds obvious, but it's such a big thing to do. Totally. And, and it can be quite a courageous thing to do to say to somebody, yeah. and again, a trusted person is, hey, can I, can I have a chat with you? Uh, I'm just not tracking that well this week. Or, you know what, I've actually been like this for a number of weeks now. I just like to chat about it. And it's amazing how just a good conversation, and that could be a trusted friend, or it might need an expertise, a Christian counsellor or a psychologist, uh, etc., to have a chat with. That's a really good thing. And I think the flip side of that, Tim, is we can also do that and just say to someone around us, um, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. Um, and, and you know what our first response is, and often as blokes, is, oh, yeah, yeah, good, good, how are you? <laughs> we do. And, we do. It's exactly what we do. <laughs> and so it's to go, how, how, are you, how, are you, how, are you, how are you really going? Yeah. So that might not be a five-minute discussion, so you want to allow some time for that. So I think it's um, reaching out for ourselves, because, again, we want to fit the oxygen mask on ourselves before we worry about others, yeah. otherwise we'll pass out. And, and then asking those around us. And it might be that someone you know who's, who's um, in, in your circle has gone very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, just want to check in. How are you doing? Or they're more the opposite, and, and you're just noticing their visibly outward elevated stress levels. And, and if we operate at that level for you know a number of weeks, and you know three to six to twelve weeks, you start to move into the area of that being more chronic, and that has particular effects on us in our mental and emotional health, and also our physical health down the track. So. Mm-hmm. Um, people who are around you, who you know them well enough, it's a really good thing to be able to check in um, and just, just check ask how they're going. Because I think at the moment, people are a little bit more weary than they perhaps might let on. And as you've touched on a number of times today, they've got this residual anxiety that you can sort of get used to, um, like a background noise, um, that we don't have to carry that, or it might be for very good reason they've got it, and they just need to unload some of that. Hey, one, one thing I'd just like to say in closing is I think it's important in this. None of us have the answers. Um, be mindful of anyone who says they do. Um, and never let a crisis go to waste. There's, there's real golden opportunities at the moment in terms of how we um, maybe reorientate some of the things in our lives uh, and, and bring it back to that local level and, and just encourage the, the men out there that, Really, really, at the heart of heart, God really does have this, and we can one hundred percent trust and lean into Him. That's great advice. Great advice. Our special guest this week on Momentum has been uh, Nick Marks, Nicholas Marks. Nick is the CEO of AIFC, Australian Institute of Family Counselling. During the show, we've talked about their Council Culture podcast, and in particular, the Under Pressure series. 
And again, if you'd like to find out more about that and have a listen yourself, cancelculture.org.au or the AIFC website is simply aifc.com.au. You can access the podcast through either of those and encourage you to check out the Under Pressure series particularly. Nick, there's been a lot in today's session again, and we thank you for your time and your input. Uh, there's so much in there that people can relate to right now. And we're so thrilled that you've you've come on to Momentum and we're partnering together to help people in this season because, uh, again, for, for everybody involved, it is a tough season. But uh, we just want to thank you for your time and uh, really appreciate your input into Momentum this week. Thank you. Oh, it's been a joy. And I uh, just really believe in what you guys are doing. So uh, just, you know, cheering you on and, and thanks for having me on. It's been a, been a pleasure. It's absolutely our pleasure. And thanks, Tim. And again, if you'd yeah. like to hear this uh, this chat with Nick again, it will be up on the Momentum Australia website, MomentumAustralia.org. Uh, you can also check out the podcast from there as well. If you put Momentum Australia into Spotify or any of your uh, podcast uh, platforms, you'll be able to uh, hear this show again and, of course, previous shows of Momentum as well. And encourage you to uh, just have a look around the website, uh, have a look around Momentum and what we're actually all about here. We love to see men get connected. We want to see men uh, get stronger and improve in their walk and in their life in general. And so I encourage you to check out the website, MomentumAustralia.org. And of course, Momentum is a not-for-profit organization. Uh, we'd love to have your support as well. If you can do that in a financial way, that would be really, really appreciated momentumaustralia.org des it's been a pleasure chatting with you once again uh, we'll catch you in next week's show mate absolutely look forward to it and thanks again nick it's been amazing you've been listening to momentum a show that helps men succeed in life for more information or to hear this week's show again go to momentumaustralia.org you can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at momentumaustralia.org until next time keep moving forward with momentum momentum